The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Friday. You still have time to get ready for Christmas. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, December 15, 2023, Friday of the second week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Maria Crocevisa di Rosa. She was born in 1813 at Brescia, Italy, educated by the visitation nuns. She left school at the age of 17 to manage her widowed father's household. She wasn't interested in marriage since she was attracted to the convent. She took care of the spiritual needs of young girls working in her father's mills, and she volunteered to work in the Brescia Hospital during the 1836 cholera epidemic. Later, she founded a home for girls and a school for deaf-mutes. In 1840, her spiritual director made her superior of a group of religious who cared for the sick, called the Handmaids of Charity of Brescia, her group was approved by the Bishop of Brescia in 1843, and papal approval was granted in 1850. St. Maria died at Brescia in 1855. St. Maria Crocefisa de Rosa, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. <laughs> Come, Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your sacred heart and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass with our prayer, works, sufferings, and joys of this day in reparation for our sins and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish, and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that people living with disabilities may be at the center of attention in society and that institutions may offer inclusive programs which value their active participation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Behold, the Lord will come descending with splendor to visit his people with peace, and he will bestow on them eternal life. In this countdown to Christmas, the Church helps you and me to prepare 
in joyful expectation, the Prince of Peace comes. And how do I prepare? How is the manger of my soul being prepared to receive the little baby Jesus? Come, Lord Jesus, come. Like those Advent antiphons that helps me to prepare your coming. Prepare the manger of my soul. How can I prepare the manger of my soul? Well, today's gospel, first sight is a little difficult to understand where you, Jesus, speak to the crowds, saying, To what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates, We piped to you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. What do these words mean? You, Jesus, lament about a generation of people that are never satisfied. They were never satisfied. Always complaining. I recall in one of my domestic trips, I was going to preach a recollection elsewhere. I had already boarded the flight, buckled my seatbelt, waiting for takeoff, and there was this little boy who was seated behind me who was uh, screaming, screaming and kicking. And he was screaming and kicking my seat, so <laughs> I felt it all the more. And what did he want? Well, he was telling his mother, I want my instant Maggie noodles. Maggie's the brand here. Instant noodles. I want Maggie noodles now. Mama, I want my Maggie noodles now. And the mother was kind of trying to hush him. Son, just wait a few minutes. We're going to take off. And once we're airborne, we, we'll get you in the Maggie noodles. I know I want my Maggie noodles. That was the story. And he went on kicking for a while. Ten minutes later, when we were at 30,000 feet, the air hostesses came to oblige to that poor mother who had a son who was screaming and kicking. And they said, well, look here. Here we have your Maggie noodles. And would you believe it? The boy once again screamed, I don't want Maggie noodles now. I wanted them before, not now. <laughs> Never satisfied. Complaining one way, complaining the other way. As Really, well, it was discouraging for the mother, but certainly when I think about people always complain, really, I don't want to get close to a person who's always complaining. Because one who complains, to use a metaphor of, of Pope Francis, that person who complains is like he has his soul, his heart, wrapped with barbed wire. Now, barbed wire is usually put up around properties so that 
no one can invade the property to deter anyone who's not part of that property. And barbed wire is nasty. If you get caught in barbed wire, it tears into your clothes, it tears into your skin, and to get it off, it's really nasty. So you just don't want to get close to that. That's the barbed wire effect of complaints. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. The son of man, that is you, Jesus, came eating and drinking. Just thinking of the wedding, wedding feast of Cana, wine that is so fine. Behold, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Complaining, never satisfied. Am I never satisfied? Am I in the habit of complaining about everything? Sometimes I go down on my knees and I say, Lord, please, I need a job. Grant me this job. I really need it. And sometime, sometime later, when I have the job, I say, Lord, how can I have such a boss? It's such a loss. I'm going for a toss. This is, what's, what's wrong? Complain. Complain of barbed wire. Lord, I want my husband to be like this. Or, wife, my son or my daughter, or I want my father, my mother to be like this, never satisfied, always complaining, a barbed wire of complaint, that really keeps people away, no one wants to get torn by that barbed wire, no one wants to get closer, no friend, no family member, Just let's stand off from such a person. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Behold, the Lord will come descending with splendor to visit his people with peace. With peace. How can I prepare the manger of my soul? Well, I can take down the barbed wire and put up the lights. Yes, put up the lights. Jesus have I been complaining a lot this week? Do you invite me to the sacrament of confession? Forgive my sins and to restore the peace and the joy so I can put up the lights of my joy and peace, which comes to me in the first place and then spreads to the others. That's Christmas. Peace and joy. Can I rectify my intention? If I'm never satisfied with how people are at home or my friends, I'm always complaining. Jesus, thank you for my mother. Thank you for my father, for my husband, for my wife. Thank you. What is it that so attracts you and me to those cone-shaped trees that are found all over the world? Isn't it the lights? <laughs> the lights that twinkle? Christmas tree. Without lights, is like a pizza without mozzarella cheese, you know. <laughs> it's the lights. We're, we're drawn to it. And those lights in some way represent you, Jesus, who are the light of the world. We're not attracted to darkness. What about the nativity scene? The nativity scene that perhaps it's time that we are setting up the nativity scene and thinking about how we're going to fix the light there to shine on baby Jesus, but Jesus, you are the light of the world. And if I haven't got the nativity scene, well, let me buy one. It's an investment. Oh, 
I make an investment in a mobile phone that lasts two years. At least he's seen it for my life. It's worth it. You know? This year we celebrate 800 years since the first nativity scene was set up. St. Francis of Assisi. And that material detail of putting up the tree, of setting up the crib, springs from a heart that is liberated from the barbed wire of complaint. Let's put up the lights. Look at Mary and Joseph. They're on their way to Bethlehem, where you are going to be born, and they don't complain. And I seek the intercession of Mary and Joseph as I try to prepare the manger of my soul, taking down the barbed wire of complaint and putting up the lights of peace and joy and kindness. The little baby Jesus that you inspire in me to be kind to others. This is the time to put up the lights. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll always find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, December 15, 2023, Friday of the second week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church and led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come. Let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the king who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, 
the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Lord, in your anger, do not punish me. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, do do not punish me. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, there is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, anger, 
Do Do not not punish me. Lord, you know all my longings. Lord, you know all my longings. My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long. All my frame burns with fever. All my body is sick, spent, and utterly crushed. I cry aloud in anguish of heart. Oh, Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light has gone from my eyes. My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plot against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now. now. And and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you know all my longings. I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. I confess confess my my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. But I am like the deaf who cannot hear like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense. I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me, those who triumph if my foot should slip. For I am on the point of falling, and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty, and my sin fills me with dismay. My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right. O Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help. O Lord, my God, my Savior. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy. I I confess confess my my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for for you are my Savior. Let your compassion come upon me, Lord your salvation true to your promise. 
From the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, the Lord will punish with his sword that is cruel, great, and strong. Leviathan, the fleeing serpent, Leviathan, the coiled serpent, and he will slay the dragon that is in the sea. On that day, the pleasant vineyard, sing about it. I, the Lord, am its keeper. I water it every moment. Lest anyone harm it, night and day, I guard it. I am not angry, but if I were to find briars and thorns, in battle I should march against them, I should burn them all. Expunging and expelling, I should strive against them, carrying them off, with my cruel wind in time of storm. In days to come, Jacob shall take root. Israel shall sprout and blossom, covering all the world with fruit. Is he to be smitten as his smiter was smitten, or slain as his slayer was slain? Or shall he cling to me for refuge? He must make peace with me. Peace shall he make with me. This, then, shall be the expiation of Jacob's guilt. This the whole fruit of the removal of his sin. He shall pulverize all the stones of the altars like pieces of chalk. No sacred poles or incense altars shall stand. For the fortified city shall be desolate, an abandoned pasture, a forsaken wilderness, where calves shall browse and lie. Its boughs shall be destroyed, its branches shall wither and be broken off, and women shall come to build a fire with them. This is not an understanding people. Therefore their maker shall not spare them, nor shall he who formed them have mercy on them. On that day, the Lord shall beat out the grain between the Euphrates and the wadi of Egypt, and you shall be gleaned one by one, O sons of Israel. On that day, a great trumpet shall blow, and the lost in the land of Assyria and the outcasts in the land of Egypt shall come and worship the Lord on the holy mountain in Jerusalem. The Word of the Lord The Lord will send forth his angels with a mighty trumpet blast. They, they will, will gather, gather his chosen ones from the, from the four, four winds, from one end of the heavens to, to the, the other. other. They shall come and worship the Lord on his holy mountain in Jerusalem. They, they will, will gather, gather his chosen ones from, from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. From a Treatise Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus Bishop The Lord, coming into his own creation in visible form, was sustained by his own creation, which he himself sustains in being. His obedience on the tree of the cross reversed the disobedience at the tree in Eden, 
the good news of the truth announced by an angel to Mary, a virgin subject to a husband, undid the evil lie that seduced Eve, a virgin espoused to a husband. As Eve was seduced by the word of an angel and so fled from God after disobeying his word, Mary, in her turn, was given the good news by the word of an angel and bore God in obedience to his word. As Eve was seduced into disobedience to God, so Mary was persuaded into obedience to God. Thus the Virgin Mary became the advocate of the Virgin Eve. Christ gathered all things into one by gathering them into himself. He declared war against our enemy, crushed him who at the beginning had taken us captive in Adam and trampled on his head in accordance with God's words to the serpent in Genesis. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall lie in wait for your head and you shall lie in wait for his heel. The one lying in wait for the serpent's head is the one who was born in the likeness of Adam from the woman, the virgin. This is the seed spoken of by Paul in the letter to the Galatians. The law of works was in force until the seed should come to whom the promise was made. He shows this even more clearly in the same letter when he says, When the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman. The enemy would not have been defeated fairly if his vanquisher had not been born of a woman, because it was through a woman that he had gained mastery over man in the beginning, and set himself up as man's adversary. That is why the Lord proclaims himself the Son of Man, the one who renews in himself that first man from whom the race born of woman was formed. As by a man's defeat our race fell into the bondage of death, so by a man's victory we were to rise again to life. The angel Gabriel was sent to the Virgin Mary who was betrothed to Joseph. The light filled her with fear, but the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. Let us pray. Grant that your people, we pray, Almighty God, may be ever watchful for the coming of your only begotten Son, that as the author of our salvation himself has taught us, we may hasten, alert and with lighted lamps, to meet him when he comes, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. One can sense human frustration in the Lord's words in today's Gospel, coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Well, 
Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday of the second week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord seems to be saying to the crowds, there is just no pleasing you people, is there? It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We piped to you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a glutton and drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet, wisdom is justified by her deeds. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. The Lord has told us very plainly that he would rather we be hot or cold than lukewarm. And another word for the state of being lukewarm is tepidity or being tepid. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Anyone who follows you, Lord, will have the light of life. He is like a tree that is planted beside the flowing waters that yields its fruit in due season and whose leaves shall never fade. Our life does not make sense if we are not following our Lord closely. Lord, to whom shall we go? Only you have the words of eternal life. All our successes, any human happiness that goes to make up our earthly treasure, is chaff, driven away by the wind. Truly, we can say to our Lord in our own personal prayer, Stay with us, because our souls are full of darkness and you are the one true light. You alone can satisfy the longings that consume us. For we know that above everything that is beautiful and good, the greatest is this, to possess you forever, O Lord. He comes to bring us the fire of his love, which fills our pointless lives and makes sense of them. Our Lord's is a demanding love, which always asks for more, and which makes our souls grow in responsiveness to God, so that they yield much fruit. Every Christian soul, full of the love of God, is that tree of which the responsorial psalm speaks, the tree whose leaves never fade. It is Christ himself who gives it life. But if the Christian allows his love to grow cold, if he allows self-satisfied mediocrity to creep into his soul, then he will develop that serious spiritual illness which will make him like winnowed chaff driven away by the wind. It is tepidity which drains all love and meaning from his life, though outwardly it may seem that nothing has changed. His mind and heart become, as it were, blind and deaf. As a result of his own negligence, he can no longer see or hear Christ. His soul feels emptied of God, and he tries to fill that emptiness with other things, which, not being God, cannot satisfy him. And an especially characteristic discouragement saps his life of piety, he loses all joy and readiness for self-giving, and his faith grows weak because his love has grown cold. 
If at any moment we find that our innermost life is becoming estranged from God, we must realize that there is a cure for every disease of the soul, including that of lack of love. We have only to employ the right means in order to rediscover Christ, the hidden treasure who once gave meaning to our lives. It is easier when the sickness is in its initial stages, but it is also possible later on in cases like that of the leper of whom St. Luke tells us, who was full of leprosy, terribly ill, but one day decided to approach Christ humbly and truthfully and found healing. They asked the lover which was the fountain of love. He answered that it was the one where the Beloved had cleansed us from our sins, and from which he gives us as a free gift that living water which brings whoever drinks it to eternal life in endless love. Our Lord is always waiting for us in generous and sincere prayer and in the sacraments. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We join the whole church in prayer once again as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O oh, purify me, then I shall be clean. O oh, wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face, and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, put a steadfast spirit within me. 
Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled. His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him, where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles. At the sound, my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exult in my saving God. God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the heights. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will will remember remember compassion. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem! Oh, praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Oh, praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. 
He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with the finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost by gashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumb. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now as in a mirror, we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth. Oh, praise praise the the Lord, Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, His leader shall be from Jacob, and his ruler shall come from his kin. When I summon him, he shall approach me. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your light light will will come, come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Say to the faint-hearted, Take courage, the Lord our God is coming to save us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Say to the faint-hearted, Take courage, the Lord our God is coming to save us. To Christ our Redeemer, who comes to save us from our sins, let us cry out with joy. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. The prophets of old foretold your birth among us. Now make virtue come to life in us. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. We proclaim your saving work. Now grant us your salvation. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. You came to heal the contrite. Heal the weaknesses of your people. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. You came and saw fit to reconcile the world. When you come again in judgment, free us from the torments of punishment. Come, Lord Jesus. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And And forgive us our trespasses, trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Grant that your people, we pray, Almighty God, may be ever watchful for the coming of your only begotten Son, that as the author of our salvation himself has taught us, we may hasten, alert and with lighted lamps, to meet him when he comes, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Have you checked out Carols of Comfort and Joy yet from Relevant Radio? It features the incredible talents of three young choirs and a brief history of carols with free daily videos. Find out more at relevantradio.com carols. That's relevantradio.com carols. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.